tweet at SFM Radio and at Aldrin Sampia. Okay, here's an interesting story. So, Lobola negotiations between the two families are necessary is our necessary part of the process of a valid customary marriage. However, Lobola does not have to be paid up is not a sufficient reason to say that the marriage does not exist. This is in light of the customary marriage case where the family of the deceased challenged the validity of the marriage certificate. As a result of this eventuality, the court found that the marriage was declared valid based on the integration of the bride into her family as per customary requirements. To help us unpack this further, we are now joined by Mary Jane Mpatlele, who is a director of MJM Attorneys, Inc., Mary Jane, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you so much for making time for us. What an interesting case, and also considering um, just quick some quick background to this as well, is um, that the marriage certificate came came after um, the uh, the husband in this particular case. If we if we if if we follow the, this particular judgment, after the husband had passed on, then what happened? Thank you so much for this opportunity to educate your listeners on this um, topic. And um, I hope that this will be fruitful um, afternoon to everyone. So in these cases where um, there was a valid customary marriage that is concluded, the law does allow either the surviving spouse or the beneficiaries of the interstate her or just the, the beneficiaries of the estate to approach um, the high, I mean the, the the home affairs to register the customary the late to do a late registration of the customary marriage. So, like in this particular case that we are talking about today, the registration of the customary marriage only happened after the deceased had passed on, and this was so that the customary spouse can be the executor of the deceased estate as the surviving spouse. So in this particular case, the mother of the deceased was challenging the validity of um, of the marriage certificate. Um, and the grounds that she also put up was that she was supposed to have been informed or know at least about these negotiations and she wasn't. Mm. That is quite interesting because she was part of the Lovola negotiations as we read the judgment. She was part of the delegation that visited the bride's family and was part of the, uh, the, the, the negotiations from the start up until the respondent, the first respondent being the wife, the surviving spouse of the deceased, um, went to stay with the deceased as husband and wife up until his unfortunate death. So, so, so what does does so what mm-hmm. was then what was the applicant's argument then in that particular uh, that particular element? Because the sense that I got from mm-hmm. from the judgment was that she um, she felt that she didn't know of the negotiations being concluded, mm-hmm. and that is she and that is an important aware. part of making mm-hmm. the marriage valid. I, I, from what I understand from the judgment is that she was not aware that negotiating or initiating the Lowell negotiations counts as entering into a valid customary marriage. So okay. she put into the court that by um, going to the, the, the surviving spouse's family to introduce themselves, 
enter into a Lobola agreement, pay half of the Lobola, and allow the two couples to stay together as husband and wife. It's not a marriage. It's not a customary marriage. That's what she is putting before the court. Mm. But as we've seen, yeah, as we've seen with uh, judgments every week or every second week from the high court is that the lawala does not have to be paid in full and you don't have to register a customary marriage at home affairs for it to be valid. Yeah, we know that there's supposed to be the celebration that takes part. So the celebration taking part while there is still um, an amount that is outstanding from the Lobola still means that the marriage itself is valid? Absolutely, absolutely. And the court now goes as far as to say that taking into account the economic climate, a celebration doesn't have to be grand. Something as slaughtering a cow and playing a pleasure in the background, that should be sufficient to, 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 to show that there was indeed a celebration. Sure. So what does this mean to how we understand customary marriages? Because as I pointed out, we were always told that there mm-hmm. should be a celebration that takes place. And before also it was that the um, lobola should be paid in full. It means that when you have intentions to start lawyer negotiations, you must consult with an attorney properly. Because if you do enter into these lawyer negotiations with no intentions of being married in customary marriage, then you're entering into a customary marriage in community of property. Even though the, the, all the requirements are saying that both parties must be 18, Consent must be um, obtained from both parties to get married under uh, customary law, and it mustn't be negotiated, celebrated mm. in accordance with uh, customary law. It is important that when you start the local negotiations, you consult with an attorney to advise you accordingly. Because sure. what we've seen from the judgment is that if there is negotiations of Lobola, there was a small celebration. The parties continue to stay together as husband and wife. The, 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 the recent court judgments are ruling in the favor of a valid customary marriage in community of property, may I add. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I, I find it interesting also that the court refers to the current uh, socioeconomic conditions and the economy of the country as well, which then speaks mm-hmm. to contemporary issues, but then sometimes perhaps might be in conflict um, with with tradition. Because let's say let's make mm-hmm. an example now and say that um, I have left my family I, because I felt that my family has abandoned me and I have absolutely no relation with my family whatsoever, but I want to go into a customary marriage, what happens mm-hmm. to the element of family? Um, I have never came across such a case, but I would say that the court will look at all the facts and make a decision on there. But if you're going to pay Lobola to someone else, it could be uncles if you are not close to your parents, or another member of the, uh, your your family that would still constitute a valid um, local negotiation. 
And uh, a final one is um, when you look at the two, like let's say, for instance, the one comes from a, 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 a Tswana background and the other one comes from a Sisutu background and mm-hmm. the, the, the traditions um, and the mm-hmm. rituals that are followed are not the same. How does the court then weigh up which one should suffice, which one is the one that should be taken into account and be the final one that that the court then declares that based on this particular customary marriage and this particular Mm. ritual that was followed, this is what is valid? Um, I've seen in a recent case, Gunene versus Bangaza, that the court is saying that a strict compliance with customs is no longer a deciding factor. So... If you do a, let's say you do the handover in Sisutu um, culture, and then you do a part of the customs of the Zulu people, that in itself, deciding how the court decides, could uh, end up as a, a valid customary marriage. Yeah. So they- you don't have to comply with all the customs. Yeah. And that's the reason why people are complaining, I <laughs> saw so as well. Uh, but thank you so much, uh, Mary Jane Mpatlele, Director of MJM uh, Attorneys Inc. and also an attorney of the High Court. What do you make of this uh, judgment? Um, you don't have to pay the lobola in full. Um, that doesn't have to be a celebration that takes place to conclude that this is a valid marriage.